millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. Get comfortable. Try to relax. Close your eyes. And take a deep breath. One more time. And one last time. I have a story to tell you. Before time began, And before space became, there was a deep, dark blackness. And the blackness was love. like that deserves a round of applause and we're not (laughs) we're not in a studio or a theater or well what a better there's no better way to start this episode welcome to another episode of the dope black woman podcast everyone I'm Leanne Levers, one of the co-founders of dope black woman and today we are joined by two creative powerhouses one of whom you just heard her name is jeline robinson you might have heard her on the podcast before she is one of our favorite dope black women and she is here to talk about the night woman her upcoming one woman show that is being shown at the other tell me the other palace in victoria (laughs) at the other palace in victoria on march the 11th to the 13th yes yes in addition to jeline robinson we have buntu with us who is the creative movement director for the night woman in addition to many other things he's had 
a long run with Lion King. He's worked on numerous bits. We're going to get into asking Bunta about himself in a second. But thank you so much for to both of you for joining us. Or joining. Thanks, thanks, thanks for having me. I'm looking forward to just having a, a just a banter and a little chat. So thanks for having me, guys, ladies. That's exactly what we do here. We just like to have a little chat. Um, thanks so much for having me back. We're <laughs> tired of seeing you on this podcast, Julie. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. So incidentally, we're as I said, we're here to talk about the night woman, but you know the rules, you know how this goes. Before we get into it, I'm gonna ask both of you a question, which is what makes you a dope black person? I'm gonna let Bunta go first. So oh come on, let the lady go first. You know, since he's new, Jeline's answered this question before, so she needs time to think about a new answer, <laughs> a fresh 2022 answer that reflects the energy that she's putting putting out for 2022. So in the so, meantime, so go again. What's the question again, sis? What makes you a dope black person? Wow, I mean, you know, it's that's a that's a loaded question, sis. But <laughs> for me, uh, you know. Blackness represents, you know, so much, you know, and, and for me, I, I, coming from my lived experience, it's, I guess, for me, the key, the key word or the terminology that I'll use is, I, me being a dope, dope blackness is respecting self, self-respecting, mm -hmm. you know, um, on this journey of learning to love oneself, um, because we, we have to because we live in a social construct that kind of have us struggling with that that notion every day. So for me, dopeness and blackness means self-respecting and, and the processing of doing that because it's an ongoing process. You yeah. know, we, we, and so I guess that's it. And I, I guess that ties into learning to love oneself unconditionally and learning to love oneself unconditionally in our blackness. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It's a never ending journey. You're so right. Yeah. So right. That's amazing. And me. Um, <laughs> <laughs> what makes me a dope black woman? Okay. Um, I'm just a, I'm, you know, I'm a, I'm a badass. Mm. I'm a real G. <laughs> yes, you are. I agree. And I am, I am, compared to the last time we've had these conversations, I just realized how much now more than ever, nobody can tell me that I'm not. Yeah. I'm not, I'm not that. I'm, I'm that B. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um recently i was having a conversation with somebody and they were telling me about you know they came to see my show and they saw me on the witcher recently and you know and they he said that he chose not to message me because he didn't want my head to get any bigger he this didn't way. want to eat my he head and i'm like you should have first of all what <laughs> makes you think that you have the power to determine the size of my head Wow. My head big long time. <laughs> like, like, honey, I I am so I have watched my inner self talk grow from the harshest, vicious critic to like the sweetest voice that says, Janine Robinson, you got this like nobody's business. 
Mm-hmm. And I don't need anybody else because everybody else is not reliable. <laughs> Clearly. <laughs> Clearly. But I am at a point where I can just like get up and it's my inside voice is saying, Julian Gudas. <laughs> you yeah man you can keep going get going because you are that bitch okay you, that bitch. <laughs> you know what's so funny and this is one of the reasons i think we asked this question is because i think we don't give ourselves space as black people enough to celebrate ourselves and to talk about how amazing we are especially as a black woman i think you know you you come off as being overly confident or conceited or she thinks she's a shit who the fuck does she think she is and it's like no why can't i express how amazing i am and so to provide space for people to be able to do that is ties very much in for me to what you were saying bunta about kind of actively loving yourself and practicing that and going through it and and living it not just saying it you know so thank you both for your just amazing answers. So we are here to talk about the night woman, Jolene, as we've, as we've known, if you've been following the podcast, uh, discovered this piece for herself a few years ago. And since then has just grown from strength to strength. She's been on The Witcher. She's in season two. If you guys haven't watched it, go and check it out. She is currently starring as Bob Marley's mom in Get Up Stand Up. Also super amazing. I literally just went on Friday to watch it and I was in complete awe. She's like kicking her leg up in the air, making people cry. She's singing. She has her own solo bit. Like if you haven't gone to see it yet, please go and see it. It's amazing. It's a really great show and she is great in it. So we're back to talk about the night woman because as we said, it's showing March 11th to the 13th at the other place, other palace, the palace, yeah, at the other palace. Um, so Jeline Buntu, talk about what the night woman is, where this piece came from and how you both connected in terms of coming together and working on this together. Okay. Let, let me start. Let me start. <laughs> Please. Uh, <laughs> Let me <Queen> go. <laughs> the Night Woman is a powerful new play about womanhood, blackness, and healing. Ask me this two years ago, I would have had a paragraph of an answer. <laughs> so we are, we've grown <laughs> and I can get it down into a sentence. Um, The Night Woman tells the story, like a gripping story actually, of a fearless journey into the dark. Um, We've been been taught that the darkness is a place that we should avoid. We use darkness as a metaphor for all things bad. And this black woman is gonna say, okay, she's gonna go into the dark to find healing and redemption for herself. And we do this with Caribbean folktale, with movement, with music Um, and, it's it's relevant now more now than ever before because of what we had just gone through over the two years um where we have been through this never-ending pandemic (laughs) and um and also because we went through the blm marches that happened last year um and this story was inspired by my grandmother 
May her soul rest in peace, Miss Ayo, who was, <laughs> who was shunned, because, shunned into the darkness, I, I call it that, due to her African spiritual retentions that she maintained mm. in Jamaica because she was a revival woman um, and was sometimes regarded as an Obia woman. And um, we even now still have Obia as a crime uh, in Jamaica. And she was able to still maintain those things and serve her community through healing and loving as a black woman who is, we have consistently been shunned, shoved aside until we are needed. And she was the person who taught me how to stand up firmly in that, move through the difficult parts of my life and, and, and constantly be on a journey to find myself and love myself. And that love will expand in the way that she expanded to love and touch all of the children that she had, all her family that she had, and all the community that surrounded her. Mm. That's what that's what you're gonna see when you come to the other palace in Women's Month. <laughs> <laughs> you know what's funny is that I had the pleasure of going to Jeline's um, house or home, family home mm. in Saint Elizabeth, and. I went into the church that your grandmother built mm-hmm. with her bare hands. With wow. her bare hands. And just in that one day, and we literally spent one day there. And the amount of people that came to the house to offer condolences, to share food, to share stories, to just sit in the space that she built. And towards the end of the day, I remember your mom brought everybody in and just prayed over everybody. And it was such a powerful, impactful moment. And every time I see you do a rendition of The Night Woman, I remember that experience. Wow. Wow. And I think about the juxtaposition of sadness and beauty that I felt in that moment. And it was just so yeah it was it was a it was a beautiful day it was a sad day it was just a full range of emotions and every time i see you do a rendition of night woman i feel a full range of emotions i feel joy i feel sadness i feel anger i feel laughter so i am yeah i'm really looking forward to seeing it in its full form on this stage and yeah so tell us how tell us Bonte how you fit into this piece how you got to meet Jeline how you met Jeline what made you decide to come on board and what's your role within this within this piece that's going to come out you know sis when you when you were just explaining you know meeting or being around the creation of of you know um, Jeline's grandmother I and that's how that's you know the the, the the emotion the feeling that you I, I I could sense I could feel from you that's that's the that's the energy that's in the room whenever I I say the I I am anywhere I come anywhere close to anything to do with the night woman and I think that's it that that's that's that ancestry that 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 feeling of connection and togetherness that I don't know I I just feel it and um and it's so 
I met Julene when at a time when I needed the night woman really. I was going through a, a, a emotional breakdown. I was just feeling a bit lost and wanted. It's almost as if the ancestors were kind of bringing it. So uh, just a quick background. So I'm a, I'm a mental health nurse at the moment. Um, and so I had park dancing and I park choreography for a while and I wanted to come into it, but I just didn't know how to. Yeah, I just, and you know, um, so I, 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 I knew Jolene because of, of Henry um, and because Henry was my, was my next door neighbor in Jamaica where I used to live. So again, the universe just bring it together. And, you know, Henry was kind of, I think Henry was told Jolene that, you know, you need to kind of hook up with Dwayne at Ubuntu. So first and foremost, my former name, or my name is originally Dwayne Barnaby, but I decided to change my name to Ubuntu. Ubuntu from the, uh, the, the African proverb Ubuntu which is, means I am because of you uh-huh. and yellow because, you know, I've like the, the word the color yellow. So, and, but, um, but the, the rational behind that is that I wanted to change my name because it, the representation wasn't suiting me anymore. Um, and I have to say, you know, it's, it's doing project like the night woman that kind of brought me into that thinking the trueness of myself. So, we met up Julian and I for rehearsals for just to, to hang out and just to work on the project. And she told me about the night woman. And I'm telling you, sis, it's just the, it's just the energy and the process of the notion of blackness and darkness and what the representation. And I've always, I've always kind of believed that all black life matter, not just black life matter all black life matter and this the 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 night woman kind of for me signifies that in terms of kind of looking at going to places where we oftentimes are afraid to go because we don't show up in the way that we're supposed to show up the norm is and and for me i fit in that boat so naturally you know um being able to kind of being a part of that and Working with an artist like her and, and see, for me, what struck me was her movement ability and the, the capacity to how she uses her body. And for me, I guess, as an artist, as, an, as a creator, being able to kind of mold that and kind of gave me a chance to kind of go back to my roots. You know, I, I'm an artist, you know, at the core, but for the last 13 years, I was being in a role that I enjoyed but w- wasn't really loving so it kind of came together at one and the night woman for me is the representation of going back to those places and finding oneself again but have to sit in that darkness because it's through the darkness you you, the, you know you just shine a light on it and it's there so all the all the magic all the juice that's always been there it's just coming to flow flow and I think that's what that's the reason why, and and I guess I get a chance to to do some the work that I am I love, and if I'm doing what I love, I'm one step close to learning to love myself unconditionally. So that's the process. Yeah, that's beautiful. You know, I, we were having a conversation in the WhatsApp group the other day. I don't know if you saw this, Jules, about black girl magic and what does that mean and you know, is it a term that we should do away with or just remove because it it creates this idea, this very novel, not novel idea, this this very crippling and restrictive idea of we can only see 
excellence as what fits into that norm. Yep. Right. Yep. And, and for me, your grandmother being this example and mm. why can't, and what you've just said as well, Buntu, is why can't black girl magic or black boy magic or mm. look like the difficult parts of struggle and yep. coming through that and working through that and coming yep. through on the other side of it and sitting yep. in it because that takes courage. It takes strength. It takes vulnerability. And so how do you frame this in terms of what do you want black women and black people in general to gain from this? What do you want them to walk away with when, when they've seen it? What do you want them to feel? Do you want them to feel more resilient? Do you want them to feel like it's okay for me to just be? What do, what do you want them to come away with? Well, for me, you, you used, sis, you used a word resilience there that I, I, I must be honest with you, I have struggled with the notion of resilience because resilience for me represents that you're struggling, you're fighting against mm. and you're, 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 I see when you, when you see black struggle, you know, you know, and uh, from my, for I guess from my lived experience, I talk about my mom, for example, back in Jamaica, I, she's resilient. She's a tough woman. But, you know, I keep on, I, I, I compare myself to my, my white colleagues and my white friends. I'm saying to myself, they're not thinking about resilience. They're, they're not thinking about surviving. They're thinking about living. And every time, and, I, and every time you see the resilience, it's, it's okay, we fought through it. I don't want to fucking fight through it anymore, sister. I want, I want to live. I don't want, I don't want to survive. And resilience suggest surviving i'm not saying that we don't have to go through difficulties however my end result is not just to survive it i want to live i why can't why is it that it's a disclaimer why can't i be living my life go through the struggle and everything that everybody has but living not just to tick a box that i've i fought for example i fought cancer i fought racism i fought homophobia fuck that shit i've you know it's it's so I, I have to reclaim that word. I really struggle with resilience, but I see the, I see the core of it because that's what we've been taught. You know, you know, if you, you, you're, if you're, if you're a black person growing up in England and you're you have to work twice as hard, 10 times as hard as the, why? And, and why is, why is someone not answering those questions? And I think for me, those are the, so to answer your question, the night woman for me, it's what my aim is for us, for, for blackness to be seen in that way beyond the struggle, beyond the, the fight, beyond, you know, seeing blackness as beauty and, 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 and the darkness as a place where it's beautiful. We just have to sit in it. And then with, with that sitting in that, we expand. We don't have to struggle. You know, we go here, we get what we need to do and we fly mm -hmm. as opposed to just struggle. Cause I'm just sick of it. What's the point of struggling? You know, it just, I'm just struggling to get to a, it. What has to come to a point when one has to transform, transcend. Yes. Mm -hmm. And that's what I, I'm hoping that's what the night woman will, will, for me, that's in terms of movement, in terms of what I'm putting to it. So how I, how I, how I frame the movement of my sister in, how I, how I, how I'm able to kind of see the different levels. You know, you have to see the suffering because the underside of suffering is beauty. Mm -hmm. But I want to see the struggle and the beauty. I don't want yeah. to just see she's overcome that struggle, you know, because 
for me, then there's just no point. You know, that's not learning to love oneself. That's just being comfortable in our in our, in our struggles. Mm-hmm. And I, don't, I, I I want to I want to move from that. Mm-hmm. That's very interesting, you know. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Jules, I I want to ask you the same question, but just to go back to how we started this this episode, we start in the darkness. Yeah. Here we start sitting in the darkness, whether in discomfort or comfort. So where do we go from there? As I, as I said, what do you want to emerge from, from this? What do you want people to walk away from feeling from this feeling? Um, my Miss Ayo, my grandmother, there have been times in my life where I couldn't stand her. Mm. She was loud. She was cantankerous. She take up woolly space. She didn't take up no chat from nobody. Mm-hmm. And sometimes I just like, I just, ugh, I was just, and I was, this is when I was really young. And it made me realize like no one showed up as fully and fearlessly mm-hmm. as themselves as that woman and when i moved here from jamaica and i came to 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 the uk by myself had no friends or family here i was a babalunsum and it was really hard and i and i i i struggled a lot and i went to quote unquote the dark places and when you know, the first time I was touched by racism and the, the, the mm-hmm. first time I, re- I leaned up against institutional racism and I literally felt the agonies and the harm and the hurt that is just a constant hum that, can, that, that exists in this place for Black people, Black women. And I needed to, and I had forgotten the fearlessness that I, I, I saw from my grandmother. And I needed to find a way to get back to that thing. Mm. My grand, like this woman will, she, she's a, a fearless, like she's a powerful religious figure. Like when she pray, you know, the prayer set and you don't have to worry. But also she's a woman who, when she get angry, you are very aware of that. But also, she is one of the only elderly women I've ever heard openly talk about sex and not just sex, but pleasure. Like, wow. like I miss, and sometimes she will do it in front of the children. And I'm and I'm just like, oh, I didn't know. Oh, I didn't know we were allowed to do that. But that's how firmly she showed up. And and I want people when they come to this show and listen to this story to recognize that that is what you're supposed to be living that is the point that is beyond resilience that is the point that is beyond the struggle when you can show up loud proud and don't don't care yeah and you can't you can sit in when struggle time come you sit in it you deal with it when loving time come, you sit down in that and you deal with that. But yeah. also when I when I worry a time come, You're don't pray. Yeah. yeah. And all of that is a part of the lived experience of what it means to be a black, a, a, a black woman, a black person. And 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 when we go through all these things, isn't it, it, we're not in it to resist it. 
were in it to experience it because miss ayo my grandmother had what 12 kids wow in the country with where none of none of that my grandfather used to work at the appleton estate on the plantation that is where they are coming from them they don't have um high school diplomas and those things so they she knows struggle she needed to make a sanctuary for not just her children not just her family but for our community and nobody would help her you know what you do she walked out to Holland Bamboo by herself and dragged the bamboo them with her bare hand and come lean them up and say, all right, where two and three are gathered, there is God. And that is how that started because she said, you know what, I'm going to ask nobody nothing. Right. And that is what I want. Like, I don't want to ever, I don't want to ever forget that. And I want every single person, every single black woman, every single person who struggle in life, who struggle and go through the quote unquote darkness, to go to it, remembering that I live, you come here for live. Yeah. Mm. Live, live, my sister. One have to know that there are struggles, you know, and we come here for different reasons. Yeah. But the, the key thing is that I've never struggled with, struggled with other things. But one thing I never struggled with coming from Jamaica was my blackness. You yeah. Know, I, you know, my color. I knew, I knew what I just, I felt secure in that mm -hmm. not on what but the moment the land is a country you know because i thought i was all in even to this day i'm 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 i'm, I'm oftentimes struck ask myself did i did, did i jump from the frying path into the fire <laughs> yeah. and, and you know but i constant and i guess you know when 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 i settled down I, i'm 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 comfortable in myself that I, I made the right decision and 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 that and that even looking at the night woman and seeing what you're talking about your gra your granny is that sometimes we have to kind of sit in it and for me coming here and and seeing that i am other 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 in so many other ways mm -hmm. is sitting with that and then thinking even though i'm in my otherness 20 and 100 times i i have to find meaning in that madness and 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 in and, and sitting safe and and breathing and knowing that there will be opportunities like this, for example, mm -hmm. where I can, we can spread the word because it's, it's platform like this where otherness is welcome, yeah. where I want to go. And, and for me, that processing of learning to love oneself and the night woman, again, I keep on saying to Julian most of the times that it just, I haven't got, since I've done the night woman, so many projects have come along where all of a sudden that I have, I've always been interested in but never the doors weren't open mm. and i can't you know I, I i don't know where to put it but i just give thanks you know and i, I give thanks to the, the universe the essence the, the existence for that to, but but i i see i see that product of thinking doing ubuntu not doing ubuntu you sit in that you sit in that place where you're struggling with all of the the isms but if you can sit in there and, and, and just sit in the darkness and, and get the get the feel, like the exactly what the night woman is saying, things will open up, you know? And I, that's the that's what that's for me why the, the night woman and I believe it is doing it. For me, it's doing it's it's doing its magic, if you believe in that such a thing. So I do believe that going on stage and people coming on and seeing it, that's what the, that's the takeaway. Yeah. yeah.
I was going to say that it's really Miss Ayo that's bringing everything together. I agree, sister. I agree. I've met that woman, but the energy, you know, and you know, the and 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 how it's but how it's this de depicted, it's a full-bodied black woman with all of our is it everything, including so the messiness, the joy, the ups, the downs, mm -hmm. the struggles, the joy, the authenticity. Yes, yes. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Yeah, I just wanted to say that. <laughs> yeah, no. It's funny because actually my next kind of question before we get into the process of actually making this and how movement plays a role and everything is, mm. you know, I've known Jeline. I, I met her pretty much as soon as you came and we got closer over time. And mm. I remember when we first discussed the Nightwoman on this podcast and just in general a few years ago, and I see the difference in in who you are now. I call it the glow up. I've been telling mm. her recently that she's been she's yes. literally exuding this glow of confidence, of self-assuredness, of just badassness, as you said. Do you feel like it's making a difference in how you approach making this piece now as opposed to what you were doing a few years ago? Um, repeat the question. <laughs> Do you feel like the space you're in now and the glow up you're experiencing is altering the way in which you approach creating this piece and bringing it to life? You know, the funny thing is, I think the piece is transforming me. Mm. Like I don't necessarily, I, I, and I think it's it's quite cyclical. It's feeding into into one another, because when I started to make make this piece, it I I struggled a lot. It was a matter of I have this thing to say. It needed to be said. How am I going to say it? I don't know how to say it. I don't know where to say it. I don't know how to get people to to become an audience to hear it. I'm just gonna keep going. I'm just gonna keep going. And the process of keeping going in that way and the process of continuously talking about the themes and the process of going into the into the when i when we when i first um met buntu um i he invited me to come into a studio uh, to just to just try something i didn't even know what and i've never met him before <laughs> right and i we went into the studio and we just started to move and you know, I really want before we didn't get the funding that we were looking for. And I really wanted to open up this kind of workshop to other people where we were just moving through it, mm -hmm. whatever it was, it really didn't matter. We all have it. So it was just us in the studio, just using our bodies to work through shit. And the, the fact that I got that opportunity to just like, because, you know, in the, in the revival space, in the spaces with my grandmother, our bodies are the instrument that we yeah. use to, to cut and clear, to celebrate, to, um, to when death is, uh, you know, when we draw out the kumina, when, when it's time to celebrate, you know, the body is always involved in the process. And so being able to go into the studio and do that with, with Buntu was, it was transformative 
for me as an individual, not even me, the artist, me, the person who's trying to make the story, just as an individual. And that gave me the confidence to say, Ubuntu, uh, I have this idea that I've been working on for a while. And then to have him completely embrace this this idea that I have and see the magnitude of what I'm trying to say and completely dive into it that fed into me thinking oh wait I really do have a good idea I really do have something that really needs to be said and that like knocked up the confidence level and the badassariness you know a couple of notches up and after a while, when you when you begin to see the resonance of the work and the potential resonance of the work, you can't help but you can't show up finke finke. You can't just 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 come in like you know mean nothing. And Miss Aya would not like my grandma never never show up nowhere without <laughs> no. <laughs> Otherwise. You would not believe her. You would not entrust your mind, your body, and spiritual well-being into her, into her hands the way the community have done. You know how much people must say, chastise and cuss out my grandma and talk all sorts of things about her. And then when time tough, whose doorstep them same people they come to? Why? Because you recognize that she are going to show up and she are going to show up with the power and the strength to make sure, say, all your bad juju you have previously that she can angle it to like and that just I think that really has influenced me I know that she has passed I I feel like it's my responsibility to carry every single lesson where she teach me carry that with me in every way that I possibly can because I felt like that woman should give every single one of us all that she had and, and it is my responsibility for walk like a Miss Ayo Picknidis. Good for you. Big up, sis. Yeah, amazing. So how does that translate into the piece? How does all of her badassness, your badassness, this idea of moving beyond just surviving and moving into the space of thriving how is that translated in the piece? Um, and maybe, we, I don't know if you want, if Buntu wants to start by talking about how movement expresses that, and then, no. you know. I was kind of, I was even before, before, before you, 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 you said that, sis, because I want to answer that question, so hold on, but I, I feel that I wanted to kind of, I kept on talking about um, otherness, and um, I, I just to kind of, in, in the interest of being transparent and honest and open, you know, I, um, Julian talked about um, inviting to the studio. Um, and I talk about otherness, you know, it's, so what I, I'm a mental health nurse, but one of the reasons why I went to mental health nurse, because I myself suffer from mental health issues. I suffer from depression and I, at a, to a point when it was suicide. So, you know, and attempts were made a few times on my part. And when I, so when I, when I met Julian, it was almost as if, again, I'm calling it that, the grandmother was calling, was kind of saying, brother, shape up. Because in that studio space, you know, I had a chance to kind of choose to kind of live as opposed to, again, so not, so, so not survive anymore, but to live. And how did that come? Through dance. So for me, movement has always been my therapy. It's always been a place where 
you can, once I'm in a studio, when I'm a creative space, it's almost as if the, the, the self is suspended and the soul just coming to be. So when I, when I met Jolene, one of my ideas was I wanted to explore becoming a movement therapist. So it was just to kind of explore. And looking, for me, it was looking, it's ironic because I was looking at the transatlantic movement, not the transatlantic slave trade, the transatlantic movement. So how we use movement as a form of, and, and it, it quickly just came back to, so a lot of the time as a mental health nurse, I was in, I was in, in, in consultation with consultants, with doctors who were looking at brothers who come into this, come in and were unwell, but they were talking like home gesticulating at the moment. And you know what, sis, they would give them, call them that them, them gone crazy. And for me, I was sometimes thinking, okay, some of them were unwell, I get that. But some of them were basically just expressing themselves. And I'm saying to myself, so there is something that's missing. So coupled with me being a, in, as a professional, as a nurse, and me struggling with mental health struggles, as a, you know, it's almost as if, you know what, find a space where you can bring the both of them together, is you're going to end up in trouble. And so I just reached out to Jolene. And, I, and my thing was just to say, you know, sis, I have this idea and I want to explore. And then just movement. And then she brought the, and I'm thinking, this is no coincidence. So for me, movement in terms of the work that I want to do in, in terms of all Black Life Matters is like all Black Life Matter, which I need to say. So if you're Black and suicidal, it's just as important. The, the, you know, so, and, and using movement as a way to kind of portray that. And it's, so it's, 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 it's just sitting in the room and, 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 and finding out or moving in the room and finding out how the individual is presenting and it's just go with the flow. And that's what, that's what I've kind of been doing in terms of, I guess, my processing on, on, a, on a personal level and in terms of how I approach the night woman. So it's about the movement that's coming from my point of view. It's not really coming from me. It's coming from being in the studio with Jolene and then letting the letting the universe letting the the spirit letting the guide whatever you might call it come to flow so you put our music on you put a little drumming on and then you say that okay that movement feel right how do you feel in the body and from that one movement one hand come two hand and a feet and what all of a sudden from one movement you get you get a little piece and it's a choreography but it's 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 looking at it from a not from a Yes, you studied in Cuba. Yes, you're ballet trained. Yes, you're contemporary trained. You know, for me, in the term type of work that I'm doing at the moment, it has to move from beyond that. It has to be that connection. I call it the hypothesis of the soul, hypothesis of the spirit, because I, I don't know it. So I'm trying to explore it. So for, for, for argument's sake, I believe in it and I'm working through mm -hmm. it to dance. No, I, I believe that because I was, I said it to Jolene a few weeks ago and I said it jokingly, but I actually really meant it. And Jolene knows that the past year has been extremely difficult for me physically, emotionally, mentally. And I keep teasing and saying that COVID stole my wine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> because I feel my body feels so restricted and I feel that that restriction is a, a reflection of what I'm feeling internally. Mm. Mm. This, this lack of ability or capacity to express myself and to be fully 
authentic and expressed as a human being is reflecting itself in my physical restriction yeah. to move. Yeah. And so now I see why movement is so important or I understand why movement is so important to this piece and why it is so important to be demonstrated on stage as a moment of expression and authenticity and and fearlessness because the, they go hand in hand it makes perfect sense and so Jeline, when you're actually being guided through guided through or you're working through with Ubuntu on this piece through the movement and in a, in conjunction with the music in conjunction with the the words um how, you know how do you feel and 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 how do you feel as though all of those things are bringing miss io to life ah uh, um it feels full Mm. It feels full. I, I I have to say sometimes when I look at like the rehearsal process that we did in the Barbican Center and how much um, everything just, you know, converges into one in a way that I never actually quite imagined. Um, because sometimes you will look at look at this piece and you think, oh, it's a dance, it's a dance piece, but it really isn't because there's so much text, there's so much words, um, and there's so much performance. And it, you know, it, it, it's, it's not easy. I'll say, I'll say that. It's no not easy. You can ask Buntu. There are many no times in studio when I pop. <laughs> and that's because, and I think that is because that's what it is all about. Yeah. Um, and, you know, recently, you know, we, we, the night one have been through so much. We have tried to go to the vault festival, for two years now and each oh, really? time it's yeah. no and we tried to get funding and it's no and it's it was actually Buntu who said to me you can't make a story like this you can't write something like this you can't make something about the struggle and living fully through the struggle and living fully through the good times and not expect that the piece itself will go through its dark quote unquote dark time and that dark time can be which we cover in the night woman the struggling part but also the, also the good part mm. also the ruminating parts and I, I i i during this piece it challenges me as a performer to be able to move to allow my body to go through the struggle and go through the agonies and go through that bottoming out depressed space mm. but also be liberated into the beautiful space into the fearless space into the space that is full of rage and anger and also the sensual space and 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 i have to carry all of that within an hour <laughs> and it's I think personally, when I when I rewatch um, the 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 sharing that we did at the Barbican Center, and I reflect on what we did, I am impressed with myself because I'm just like, this is a lot, this is a lot, and you are trying your best to be as authentic to the truth of what this is like because I've been through I've been through all of it. I'm not writing or sharing something from the outside i have been through it 
there've been times in my life when I had to actually lay down, ponder ground in the darkness, just to get to muster up the strength to be able to get up and keep moving. Yeah. And, and, and I, and I carry all of that in my body and in the revival space with my grandmother, that is also a part of the process that the, there is a, there is a part in revivalism where you will, the, the church will gather together and they will sing one song. Yeah. Oh, because you need to like dig out, you need to get in there. You need to dig deep into whatever it is that is going on so that you can pull it out and cut and clear, forget to weigh in for God. And sometimes that might take time and that might include some dancing and that might include some singing and that might include some praying and that might include some silence and that might include all of those things. And Nobody, you can't, you go out of the side and say, boy, I'm tired, I'm tired. No, you can't do that. You have to actually like, you know, and that's why this piece is not, even though it's a solo piece, it's not a solo piece. It's a community piece. That's why this piece needs people to be in the room because the piece is not complete without the community. Right. And, um, and uh, my story alone is not Miss Aya's story alone, not all away, because all away, I know many people. We use the metaphor, oh, I'm going through, I've been to that dark place. We always talk about yeah. it. But we need, I want us to expand beyond that and we have to do it together. It's not something where you, somebody is by yourself, but we're all going through that. Yeah. Together. Yeah. And it, it would be nice for people to instead of saying you know i've been through that dark place to be like i've been through that dark place yeah and it was great for yeah. xyz reason because it brought me to a space where i now feel x or whatever it is so one of the one of the metaphor um when we one of the metaphor that i i, I always notice when we use that phrase is if you look at the transatlantic slave trade and the transatlantic movement, if you think about what depression feels like, and I understand, I understand when people uses the metaphor, the dark place, a low space, I, I get it because it feels like a bottoming out. It feels like you are being pulled down to the depths, right? The abysmal depths. But think about what the transatlantic slave trade was. We were at the literal, in the depression of a ship. Mm-hmm. And there was no darker place than that because it was filled with beautiful black bodies. So a, a dark pantapa, dark pantapa, dark. Don't you know the bottom, right? That is our collective depression. Yeah. And that is having connections come all the way up to now but look what was also in the bottom of that ship along with the sweat and the shit and the blood and the crying and the wailing and the death there were artists there were poets there were scientists there were there were people loving there was religion there was history and all of that was also down there but we don't see it until it, it come out on the next side. But I believe that we have acknowledged that in at the bottom, in at the bottom as well. 
to recognize that as much as it, it the, 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 the poets and the creativity and the beauty might be covered in shit right now, best believe that that is still a valuable, beautiful poet, artist, musician, covered in shit, but still, and that is valuable enough for you to keep moving, mm. to keep putting that foot forward. Because can you imagine if we, if we, what would be, I wouldn't exist in the, in the iteration that I am right now, if we hadn't gone through that depression. Or if people hadn't gone through, gone through and moved past it. Yeah. Yeah. And therein lies my word with resilience. Mm -hmm. Because, you know, if you, you, it's almost as if we can't get past that shit. You know, that, that for me, what resilience is like, you yeah. can't get past the shit. You know, you're struggling to get past the shit, but really and truly, it's not about the shit. The resilience should never even be there in the first place. Mm. You know, the, so, because we're, you know, we're human beings, we're, we're talented, we're brilliant, you know, and, and, and it's just remembering that. And however, because we were, the shit is there, we have to kind of sit in the shit and then find and, and just piss it shit away, whatever, what, whatever metaphor is, but it can't just be that, okay, resilience is important, but we need to know that's not the end result. That's all yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, agreed, agreed. Hmm. I feel like this has been such a full conversation and I want to ask about the creative balance with the, with the, money and the finance but i don't it, it's a whole separate conversation it's a whole separate I think, and i think i think i think what you kind of hit into lynn and i think it's i just because i'm sure this is i just think is this is at like the tip of the ice i think it's the key thing to remember here is that we are we are you're trying to put on stage something that because of our social construct you know a lot of people will struggle to hear, white people will struggle to hear, black people who don't want to believe in others are gonna struggle to hear. Yeah. So to find that platform, sister, it is going to build with a lot of sitting in the darkness, sitting in the, the processing. However, on the other side of suffering, my sister, is beauty, mm -hmm. is the bliss. So it's, it's, I guess what you're doing at the moment, finding allegiances with people who you know can are kind of with you in the process and and trusting that the night woman is doing his thing because it's and it if it was easy then it wouldn't be a true reflection of course i want it to be easy but you're not even do i want it to be easy because i'm not saying that res resilience is is don't have its purpose yeah you know and and this is this is resilience this is the stage that oh, yes. you're going through however but it it can't be the, it this is just like a, this is like a little jump the resilience is the important needing of the cake and before the before the, the beauty then we can start eat it you know so i just i think sweet. we should just be, hmm? just, be, be just be just be just be just be just just have i guess even the word faith i'm struggling to use because i don't understand what is faith i don't know but hype that you know knowing that this is what is it's it's brought so much joy to my life and and it saved my life in so many ways and, and opened up so many doors. So I, I have I have true, I, I have this, this sense, this feeling that if it can do it for me, there's so many other people out there 
it can happen for. So, and I think it's just, I think it's just how, how it's, how it's materializing at the moment is the way it's supposed to be. So the struggle is supposed to be happening, sis. Yeah. I really hope that those same people that you're talking about, Buntu, the people who don't want to hear it, the people who don't want to acknowledge the difficulty, whether it's white people, whether it's black people who just want to kind of live with, you know, their blinders on, find a safe space within this piece to really reflect and think about their own part in this yeah. wider collective journey. I'm not going to use the word struggle. I'm going to say journey. Yeah. And I think yeah. I've found my place in it, just having seen the bits and that I've seen. Um, I've found that I've, I've felt that in St. Elizabeth in Miss Iowa's church. I feel that when I'm with Jaleen and when we, I feel the ex, the, the capacity or the ability to talk about anything that I want to talk about, even the difficult things with a sense of comfort and, and pleasure in the fact that I can speak about those things. Mm. And I cannot wait for everybody to see this piece. I cannot wait. March 11th to 13th at the other palace, the night woman, Jeline Robinson, movement directed by Buntu. And directed by the amazing Martina Laird. Yes. There we go. Yeah, that, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that. Please, <laughs> dope um, woman community, dope black community in general, come out and see this piece. It will be life changing, it will bring you joy. It will bring you a sense of reflection and peace and we open with a sound bath. I mean, yeah. I mean, so what you've heard in the beginning of, of the podcast episode is how the piece is how the night woman starts. It's not much safer that you can of a space than you can get where someone's asking you to just close your eyes and breathe and be and just be. So come to the night woman and just be. Thank you so much for joining me, Jeline and Buntu. This was actually one of the best conversations I've had in a very long time. I appreciate both of you. Uh, oh, Ubuntu. Ubuntu, my sister. women. Thank you so much for having me. Thank you so thank much you. for having us. Always welcome. Always welcome. Everyone, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Uh, don't forget to subscribe, share, buy your tickets to go and see the night woman. Um, links are in the bio. Links um, are in the bio. They'll be bio. in the description. Yep. Or you can go on the other palace website to the night and look for the night woman. Um, yeah. And just keep looking at the trailer is going to come out soon and um, it will have all the details. So look out for Yes. And we'll post all of that information in the caption for this episode. So on that note, we'll be back with you next week. Until then, stay blessed and unapologetically black. Perfect. All the way black. Black-tastic. <laughs> black <laughs> she knows, she knows. <laughs>